Are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. Today, we're wandering into the world of television. From the black and white classics of the 50s to the limited series streaming shows of today. We'll go through some of our favorite shows throughout the decades that we've loved and lost, and even make some suggestions for you that you might have missed along the years. So grab your Central Park mug and curl up with your rabbit ear antenna as we tune into television. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening. Whenever you're listening, how are you doing this week? Pretty good. Got through a little bit of my challenge from last week. Did you? I did. I put out a little kindness into the world with my Halloween display. I'm already getting a lot of people coming by and saying how happy it makes them. And my next door neighbors, specifically, their little girls are just so excited because the theme this year is black cats. So they are just blown away. Awesome. They want to come by and see it every day. <laughs> oh, sweet. Sounds good. And you? So we went and saw some rescue dogs and I got one. Oh my goodness. That's he's a adorable. little, oh my gosh. He's so cute. I've been putting pictures of him up on Instagram, but I will definitely put some more. He's a mix of a Westie and a Shih Tzu and he's about five years old and his name is Stuart. Oh, and he's so just cute. the cutest, friendliest little thing you will ever see in this whole entire world. All he wants to do is cuddle. I adorable. I'm so in love. That's great. Yes. That he is was, fantastic. He was at a great place, but he had a great foster mom. But yeah, he was originally rescued from a kill shelter. So I got him from the rescue. Then you did a really great thing. It's a great thing for me, though. It was kindness to myself. And kindness to the little puppy. He's going to yes. have a very good life. Oh, we love him so much already. Well, unfortunately, puppies and Halloween displays don't have much to do with our segue into this week's episode of television, other than this is the time of year where the Halloween episodes are all taking place. And I yes. do miss my Brooklyn Nine-Nines Halloween episodes, Halloween heists. Those are the best. <laughs> those are the best. I'll rewatch those in a row. Like I'll binge just the Halloween ones. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Those were so much fun. And of course, the little dog in that one. Chatter. Chatter. <laughs> oh Could possibly I remind you of Stuart now. So I, lo <laughs> he, I love corgis. You're going to have to train Stuart like they did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. I do. I binge the Halloween episodes. I binge the Doug Judy ones too. Those are also good. I binge yes. the Halloween episodes of Modern Family. They do up Halloween. And so there's a kinship there <laughs> <laughs> with them, but they're not really one of my favorite shows. They're not. No. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? With that, I can take us right into the rapid fire for today. What types of shows do you watch? And when do you watch them? I'm a TV junkie, <laughs> so, <laughs> but a lot like the books that I read, most of my shows lean towards sci-fi fantasy and on the video, eventually you guys will see that I am wearing my Doctor Who shirt. However, due to friends, mm -hmm. I am expanding that range of TV shows into all different kinds of genres, but I also really tend towards biographies and documentaries when it comes to my shows. 
And when do I watch? Wow. All the time. As I said, I'm a TV junkie. I think my family is blown away by the fact that I didn't get into TV somehow because Mm -hmm. I've always been a TV kid. So what about you? What do you watch and when do you watch them? I mostly watch sitcoms. I like to laugh. I like to kind of just be taken out of my headspace. But there are a few other shows that I watch that we'll get into, you know, maybe a little bit of a drama, maybe uh, something a little sci-fi. Yes. A few of them, but... You actually got me into one of them. Yes, I did. And I kind of just watch it all day, like not in a row. (laughs) Like I'm not sitting there just with the TV, but I like to have just the noise. I like to listen to it. I don't like quiet. So I'll have a TV show going and I'm listening to it, or I'll watch one maybe in the afternoon or I'll watch something in the evening. So it just really depends. And it's usually on my laptop where I'm watching it. So I can kind of take it with me, which is actually our rapid fire number two. How do you watch? So you watch on your laptop. Yes. I'm on the TV. I have my DVR set with all of my shows to watch. And right now I've got a glut (laughs) of backup of stuff on my DVR because it is, yes, I'm going to say it again, Halloween season. (laughs) So all of my favorite Halloween baking shows are on and I am watching every single one of those, including the pumpkin carving, which is outstanding. If nobody has ever seen that, that is a group of artists who are just amazing at carving these pumpkins and creating these tableaus that you've just never seen before. So I really like watching those. I've That's never seen that right now. I don't really like the small screen on my laptop or my phone. Understandable. When we watch stuff as a family, we do it on the TV and we're all just all kind of like in the living room. But when it's like my show, my time, it's either, you know, on the counter while I'm in the tub or maybe on the kitchen counter while I'm cooking something. So it's kind of up close. Makes sense. Last rapid fire. Do you binge watch your shows? Do you kind of spread them out over time? Or are most of your shows on um, the weekly release basis and you watch them just once a week when they come out? Well, it depends on the show nowadays. Mm -hmm. If you have the ability to binge watch it in one go or if you spread it out over time, I have to spread it out over time because I just, I have a limited amount of energy during the Mm -hmm. week. And so, you know, my tasks kind of take over when I have the ability to watch a show. So I don't typically watch on a weekly basis anymore when things are dropped. like they used to be. Right. And now with shows, even if they are only releasing them on a weekly basis, I still kind of wait until the end, mm-hmm. until they're all out. And then yes. I go watch them all together. I've done that with a couple. I have to say I am a convert right now, though. I have been kind of watching and, and waiting intently weekly for, you're going to laugh at this one. Oh. Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to what? Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome it's to Wrexham. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElerney from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. They bought a football team, European soccer team, translating for our U.S. audience. Okay. And yeah, they're trying to help get this team into whatever league the highest soccer league or get them promoted or something like that. And so, yeah, they just bought this Welsh soccer team. (laughs) And this is the show of how it's going for them owning this team. So it's more like a reality show. It's kind of like a reality show. And I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a reality. Yeah. More like a documentary. More like a documentary reality show. Yeah. Not a scripted reality, like the Kardashian type, but just more of like, this is actually what's going on. Yes. Okay. 
that's how I would characterize it. So yes. Gotcha. <laughs> so that one I'm kind of waiting every week. I'm like, ooh, is it on? And they're actually doing a really interesting kind of hybrid style right now where they're releasing two or three shows at a time each week, mm -hmm. which I think is better than kind of waiting the old school style of waiting each week. You know, when we were younger and we had to wait. Yes. And if you missed it, you missed it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Until the VCR came along. Yes. And even then somebody could have recorded over it and you were Dude, really stuck. I still have I still have some VCR tapes tucked away. I do too. Going on 19 years, my husband has been trying to throw that box away and I will not let him. And in those 19 years, I've never even watched one, but I won't let him throw it away. So he needs to pay to have them converted to digital for you so that you can- No, because I still have a VCR too. <gasps> it's wow. hidden away with the box. That's impressive. I know, but now I don't know how to plug it into the TV because I don't think the TV has any plugs for that stuff. <laughs> well- Oh my gosh, uh, I'm so old. <laughs> I know. Let's let's back out of the age conversation right okay. now and finish up with the rapid fire with you. Do you binge watch or do you spread them out? I do both. I don't have big chunks of time to binge watch things, but if I do find myself with a little bit of time, I'll try to get one or two or three episodes mm -hmm. in. If it's like a 30 minute show or I'll try to do it one after another, like each day, if it's a series. I recently discovered Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is now one of my all-time favorites. And I would kind of have to do one episode a night just to kind of catch up because I believe I had seven or eight seasons. Yes. So it, it took a while. I was binging it, but I wasn't like five, six, seven at a time each day until I finished <laughs> it. I, I just don't have that kind of time no. put together. So I do binge. And then the shows that come out, I don't usually get to watch them when they come out. It's usually the next day mm -hmm. or a day after that, or whenever we can sit down on the weekend. And if it's a family show that we watch, we'll watch it on the weekend. Gotcha. So a little bit of both. So yeah. And I like this new format of being able to binge a show, to be able to have all of the episodes available so that if I like it and I have that breath of time available right then, I can take advantage of it. Yes. Whereas absolutely. before, you know, waiting and planning and maybe I won't even have time to watch it that week and, and things like that, it's a little tough. So it was thank you to Netflix for our ability to binge on this one opening up the floodgates of streaming. Okay, but can we, we have to close give them the floodgates now? Because I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we have 12 streaming services and I still don't get all the shows that I want. I kind of want cable back. I agree with you. I think we are losing something there. Yes. With not having the consolidated mm -hmm. function that we had before that they're all ripping off into their own little sections and you still don't get all the content that you want. And we as consumers are getting kind of screwed here. Yes. Because now what cost us, you know, we were complaining, right? About the right. cost of cable. It's so right. expensive. Well, look at how many streaming services you're running mm -hmm. now. And yeah. they're 10 to 15 to $20 mm -hmm. a month per yes. streaming service. You're already way over what you were paying for cable at this point. Exactly. And we have no negotiating power anymore. None. So they yes. can just jack those rates up and keep going. And sometimes it'll really just be one show that I want to watch. Yep. You know, there's like Discovery Plus we have, so I can watch one show. I am sad to admit that that show is my 600 pound life, but I don't care. I'm going to buy Discovery Plus each month so I can watch that show. So 600 pound life, you have one heck of a fan. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so then I have to ask the question. Why do you watch that? Why do we, I think the broader question here is why do you think we watch TV? Is it distraction? Is it laughs? Is it for information, mm -hmm. boredom? 
I think boredom is definitely a big one. You know, if you're not doing anything and I need something to do, but you also have to want to watch it because I can be bored and go take a nap or I can be bored and go read a book. So it, it kind of depends what the feeling is. I'm feeling I want to laugh. Mostly I laugh from television, not from radio, not from music, not from a book. So I think it's just dependent upon the day and what's going on. It's a distraction for me as well. I find comfort in some shows. Like I will rewatch shows over and over again, just having the noise in the background, right. kind of like music, but yes. you know, hearing those jokes that never get old, or I'm not maybe watching it, but it's on in the other room and I can hear it. And I'm picturing right. it in my head as I'm cooking dinner. I just, I enjoy that. I think what it also, from my perspective, as I was going through and creating my list of favorite TV shows, which is a really long list. Mine and, is too. I mean, we're talking pages here of TV shows. I don't know how sad that is really, but in fact, it was kind of a fun thing because mm -hmm. what I realized is one of the things that I liked is for most of these shows that made my favorites list, they had a connection for me. They yes. had a connection to friends, to family. My favorite show, top show of all time was Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Oh, Bruce yes. Boxleitner. I uh -huh. mean, come on, Bruce Boxleitner. Oh, go 80s. Mm-hmm. But more than that, it's a feeling because when my parents were divorced and I would go over and see my dad, on the weekends, that was a thing that we did. We would sit down and we would watch Scarecrow and Mrs. King. That was our show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and that was really the only connection with my dad that I had until Formula One now, much, much <laughs> later in our life. <laughs> I mean, we missed a whole section of our life where we could have been sharing about, you know, cars and mm -hmm. <laughs> Top Gear and all kinds of other things. But but yeah, it's that connection. You know, like, and, and things like we shared friends and you yes. were talking a little bit before about that noise in the background and mm -hmm. the feeling, right, that you get. I can say something like, how you doing? Yes. And you know exactly what I where that's uh -huh. from. Right. You know, that's a feeling. It, mm -hmm. it makes you laugh. You have fun with it. And it's in everyday life. It's like, we'll be talking on the phone and I'll be like, I gotta go. It's like, I gotta go get my eating pants on. We literally <laughs> reference it just all the time. Yes. <laughs> it's part of our lives now, those quotes. Absolutely. From each one. And I can remember those types of things from different shows. We shared Firefly. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, Firefly. Let's take a thanks moment. Thanks a lot, Fox. Thanks, Fox. And thanks, Paramount, for bringing it back with Serenity. Um, who does that? I'm still blown away by that one that they it shows made you the a movie. That shows, it shows you, the you the power that some people can sometimes have. Absolutely. I have to say, I also, and we will put this up on our bonus video stuff. I have my Nathan Fillion brown coat shirt sign. From Comic-Con. Yes, from Comic-Con, which actually says, I shoot first, <laughs> which is a bridge over to it. It's not even a firefly quote, but it's still right. kind of funny. Right. Those types of things. I mean, I think you're right. It's for laughs, for emotion, walking dead. I love being able to share that with some of my friends. They were huge into that series. And yeah. we even had a Halloween party that was... Yes, you mentioned that. <laughs> yes, I know. I keep going back to it. I'll no, get off of okay. it. I'll get off of Halloween eventually in about oh, no, three no. weeks. Then I'll be gearing up for next year. Right. So back to TV. Yes. Well, before we get into our favorites, I want to go through some of our listeners' favorites. So I put a question up on Instagram and I asked our listeners, what are some of your favorite shows? This is just from any time, any decade. And here are some of the replies we've got. Some of these are more than once. Friends, obviously. We have Friends, The Big Bang Theory. 
I love Lucy. The Carol Burnett show. I loved watching that with my well, fellow redheads. Yes. The Brady Bunch. Love it. Love Boat. Loved it. Mm. Naked and Afraid. Blue Bloods. MASH. Two and a Half Men. Cheers. The Dick Van Dyke Show. And Person of Interest. Those are just some of the responses we got. And since a lot of them were from friends and people that I do know, I can tell you that's a wide variety of people who did answer this. And we got a wide variety of answers. Well, there are a wide variety of shows. Yeah. So it's hard to narrow it down, but we did. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to just go ahead and list them and then kind of categorize them out as we go along. So why don't you just go ahead and start with your list? (laughs) Well, it hit some of them. Friends, Big Bang Theory, a few of those. MASH. Of course, very well written. Scarecrow is King, which I've already mentioned. Firefly. Again, we'll take a moment. Doctor Who, which is on my Mm -hmm. (laughs) t-shirt. Which you were the one who introduced me to that. And then you stopped watching Doctor Who before I did. (laughs) And then I started getting into the cosplay on that one and going to the Doctor Who convention down in LA. So I went a little too far on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Now back to normal. Star Trek The Next Generation. As I said, most of mine... I noticed were really sci-fi fantasy. Mm-hmm. Orville, which is the new one from Seth MacFarlane. I'm hoping, crossing fingers, that they get another season with Disney. They had an entire panel and expo special at D23 this year. Then so they might. I mean, it, it's popular enough that they did have their own little panel. We'll see if they get their, their next season. I'm hopeful yes. now. Mm-hmm. From some of the things that Disney's been doing, I'm hopeful now that they okay. might get it. So go Seth MacFarlane. And I won't probably say that about his Ted series that's coming out soon. Oh God, is that the bear? (laughs) Yeah, that's the bear. But yeah, a lot of these shows were ones that I have a connection to Mm -hmm. someone. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one that I shared with my brother. Roswell, another one that we shared with you. Okay, Buffy with you You introduced me to Buffy. Roswell. (laughs) Um, I miss Roswell so much. So much. But a lot of the other ones then tended to be the biographies the documentaries. And now, oh my God, I can't say it. Cooking shows. (laughs) The one thing I don't do cook is the one thing that I'm watching a lot of the baking shows at Christmas and Halloween. And now I'm starting to watch some of the other cooking shows that are out there. But again, a lot of the science shows, sci-fi, I mean, the science channel is one of my main channel, Discovery, Mm -hmm. Smithsonian history. So what about you? What were some of your favorite shows? Okay. I'm just going to go through the list. They're not in any time order or anything like that. And I refuse to be shamed for my choices. So I'm going to just- I'll try off. not to shame you for your choices, but a 600 right. pound life thing. I, I uh, Okay. Go. I know. I mean, That's... if you tell me there's a real housewives in there, we may- No, 600 pound, 600 pound life is probably the one that I feel is the most not me. I don't really do reality television, mm-hmm. but then I go into TJ Hooker <laughs> from the 80s. <laughs> gosh. And I don't know why I love that show so much. I'll still try to watch it. Like it's on YouTube. And sometimes I'll catch myself like typing it in on YouTube to watch it. And I don't know why, <laughs> but TJ Hooker's on there. Okay. And then whose line is it anyway? Classic. Well, there's another one on my list. Yeah. Well, there's a show called Baby Daddy. It only ran for a few seasons. It was a small show on Freeform, I think, but loved it. Everybody loves Raymond. 
It's a classic in my house. Me and my husband quote it all the time. I'm literally Deborah, but I am going to grow up to be Marie Barone. I can see it in my future now. <laughs> got the Big Bang Theory. Got Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have the Windsors on here, which I believe is just on Netflix, but it's a parody of the royal family. And I tried watching that. You recommended uh, that to me and I tried. I couldn't even get through the first episode. The woman who plays Camilla just plays her as such a comical evil villain that it's just hilarious. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I have Firefly on here. I have what? Roswell on here. And then I think the only three current ones are The Neighborhood, which my youngest son loves to watch with me. I don't know why. Uh, Ghosts. Right. And, yes. yes. And Dancing with the Stars. And that's kind of just... I like the pro dancers. I don't even care about the stars anymore. I'm just like, who are the pro dancers this year? Oh, so and that's, that's right. That's you watched that one and I watch So You Think You Can Dance. Right. Uh-huh. And I've never gotten into the Dancing with the Stars one. Right. But had tons of friends who that is their water cooler talk of all mm -hmm. time. But some of the ones that were canceled, like we mentioned Firefly, some of the ones that just, oh, I just wish they had run longer. This is like going to be like the Halloween Bowl thing. Yes. How many times can we mention Firefly? in one episode. It will. <laughs> we're well, trying to bring it back again. Kind right. of like Roswell, right? I think you were getting Roswell, ready to talk about. Yes. Loved Roswell. They did a reboot, which changed the whole show entirely. And I don't even watch that. No, no, it's, it's not Roswell. But do you remember Roswell was in danger of being canceled? And one of the quirks of the aliens on the show was they put hot sauce on all their food. So there was a campaign run and I believe it got them an extra season. It did get them extra, it did get one them extra, an extra season. season. At least one, if not two. All the fans sent the parent company bottles of hot sauce. I participated in that. In the show Jericho, all mm -hmm. the fans send peanuts to the right. network because one of the characters said something about peanuts. So we do have the power. Unfortunately, it was not enough power. It wasn't. To save our dearly beloved Roswell. But as we get into when we start talking about reboots, I've got exciting news if you were an original Roswell fan. So we'll talk about reboots in a second because we both have some pretty defined thoughts on reboots, good or bad. But what I find interesting is that from your list, my list, and even the listeners poll that we did on Instagram, there were no streaming shows in there. No, no, there weren't. And I find that interesting. I do too. Now I could have easily added some of the limited series that the channels do. For example, on Disney plus they had the Mandalorian and that's like six, six to 12 episodes, I think, but it's once a year. And then they also did like the book of Boba Fett. Yes. I'm a boy mom. I love Star Wars. <laughs> so I could have- That easily... was not by choice, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> she was not a Star Wars fan and I was when we were growing up. And then- No, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. The original three. The original three. The original that is true. three. Especially Return of the Jedi. I love those Ewoks so much. I made my mom take me to see that in the theater. I swear at least 20 times because <laughs> of the Ewoks. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know if I should have included them because they were, as I said, they're limited series, WandaVision. I loved, it was only maybe what, six or seven episodes. So I didn't add those. Mm -hmm. So I could have had a couple streaming shows, but I chose not to include them because as I said, I kind of consider TV shows to be longer seasons, more than a year not dropped every two years, kind of like <laughs> Outlander. Outlander's dropped like a season, here's one season, and then you wait three years, then you wait one year. 
well, that is a show about time travel. So I guess yes, maybe yes. they were thinking right should have worked out better as far as time was concerned. Right. I kind of went with just the standardized schedule. Yeah. Scheduled shows. And, and some people might call me on this, but yes, Orville is now a streaming show, but it didn't start off that way. Correct. It was on a broadcast mm-hmm. network first. Yep. And yes, somebody else will call me out on Welcome to Wrexham. Yes, that is a streaming show. Um, and I could have added The Crown. I do mm-hmm. watch that occasionally. So, but yeah, it was just really interesting about the Instagram poll mm-hmm. that there weren't any on that one. And I would love to hear some more from our listeners about some of the other streaming shows because I do have a really big list on yes. each of my streaming services, right. different shows that I want to watch. And I just haven't gotten around to them yet. And especially on Netflix, if you guys haven't checked it out on Netflix yet, they have an amazing catalog of international shows now, mm-hmm. which Ghosts started yes. out as a UK show. It did. And I think I, so I started watching both. I started watching the American version last season when it premiered. And then I found out, oh, it's based on British, a British show. And so I went and then I was able to like binge the three seasons they had of that. And then I told you about it. Cause I was like, both of them are hilarious. I don't know which one you're going to love, but I think your favorite is the British version. It's a really close oh, tie. Really? Cause, cause when we first talked about it, you were kind of like, I think I like the British version better. And I'm like, no, the American one. Uh, it's it's now leaning towards the American Ooh, one. And it's not because of your turned. influence. It's not because you're the one who's saying, oh, I just love the American right. one better. No, it was something about the British show tapered off for me. Okay. And the, the American show kicked it up a little. Mm-hmm. And I liked the way that they started to develop some of their storylines and some of their character stuff. So... Yeah, the American Ghosts is now starting to win out. And oh they're and for those of you who can't see Lori on the video just yet, she's got a huge smile on her face going, Yay, we're gonna share another show. I know. I just I I can't it's just so much fun. It's a different, it's such a different premise, I think, because right now we're getting a lot of the same thing as we're talking about rebooted or all in the family, a show from the seventies. We're just going to recast it and have the exact same show or the reboot. They did like full house. Then they did fuller house. It's almost like people have lost their imagination. And while absolutely while ghosts did the same thing on a British show, it's at least new. They're just changing it for the audience. Right. The underlying premise of the show. Correct. Whereas they have a world war II general from England the American version has a revolutionary war. Right. General or captain, I believe. Yeah. And I agree with you on the, where is the imagination on some of these? Because it's not just the reboots, but it's the, the spinoffs, you know, how many more we were talking about true crime last week, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there are tons of true crime shows all over every network and then on top of it, there are all kinds of crime shows. Mm-hmm. There's the Law and Orders and the Law and Order SVU and the Law and Order this and the Law and Order then CSI umpteen version. Oh, they have like 20 cities. I, yeah. 
Exactly. Like the crime can't happen all in one city. And then yeah. it went to the Navy and then it went to the, you know, and it's like how many of those are out there as well. And we just keep getting the same ones of those. When we find those little gems, the ones that have taken a new premise or a new idea and created a show, that's why it's so important to kind of get the word out there too. Definitely. We are as consumers looking for new ideas. Breaking yes. Bad was one of the new ideas, even though it was, you know, still based on drug trade and crime <laughs> and whatever. But it's why those shows kind of take off is because we are looking for those new ideas. But the standards seem to be around all the time and they seem to be coming back more and more often. Right. Rebooting. Now, sometimes I have to admit a reboot can be good. And I'll give you an example. If it's a show that I loved, I kind of want to see, hey, what are they up to 20 years later? I don't know that they need an entire show to do that for many seasons, but maybe a movie where the cast all comes back. Okay. I like that idea because sometimes a show ends so abruptly or it doesn't end to what I think is my satisfaction. I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute, maybe they'll change that. Were you a, were you a lost fan? Oh my gosh. So I bailed after they jumped the shark and I don't know which jump the shark season it was (laughs) because JJ Abrams, I believe had his hand in that one. Mm. And any show that you fall in love with that J.J. Abrams is involved with is they're going to kill off your favorite character or, yeah, kill off your favorite character. There are a few that have done that. Yeah, but he he's up there pretty much. Consistently there. killing off. Yes. And then he's gotten into movies characters. and now he's killing them off in movies. Spoiler alert, <laughs> Han Solo from <laughs> eight years ago. So I don't think it's really still a spoiler. But then you have something like Roswell, the original show, not the reboot. Okay. So now we're getting into crazy territory. They had the original show that ran for three seasons. Yes. Then there's the reboot. That's, it's not even a reboot of that. It's, it's the same characters, right. different ages, different sexualities, different deaths. It's, yes. I don't know how they can call it a reboot with all of that going on. But from the original series, Michael and Maria, who I just adore their, their dynamic, yes. the actors, Mahandra Delfino and Brendan Fair have gotten together and with an Indiegogo funded by the fans. Remember I said the fans saved the show with Tabasco. The fans have returned and funded with Indiegogo and Brendan and Mahandra to put together what they have quoted as a spiritual successor to Roswell, which is a brand new series, a brand new premise called Baron and Toluca, which rhymes with their names on the show, Garen and Deluca. Mm-hmm. And the premise is, it is a guy and a girl who used to be on a sci-fi show who <laughs> used to date and now they hate each other, but there's actual real alien stuff going on in Roswell and they have to solve it. And they were able to pull together enough funds to do an entire pilot show. And then they sent it out to everyone who was participating in the show. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to places like ATX and they're shopping the show. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I have my fingers crossed that it just takes off because I got to say, I did donate. So I did get to see it. And it was amazing. It was everything Aww. I wanted. It's kind of like I said, I don't necessarily need this exact show mm-hmm. rebooted, you know, but I want to see where could this go? What could happen? And this is something so totally different. I'm so happy. I don't know if you can tell my <laughs> voice is changing. I'm just so happy for them and it's for this opportunity. I, yes. So I love that. I love what they're trying to do with that. And I think it's a great way to approach it. It's something new, but it does take into account what we fell in love with in the first place. 
And that's good. And that's how a reboot should go. Mm-hmm. We should be seeing these things that take the original and then boost it. You want to yes. give it a new direction. You want to give it a little bit of a new life, but keep a little flavor of the original. Oh, the Easter eggs you know. are awesome. <laughs> so, it, you know, you get those little, oh, I know that. I know what they're referencing. Oh, right. I know what that is. You know, and it just gives you that little giddy feeling, almost like you're right. watching the show for the first time. Mm-hmm. You have an so. inside line. You have, you're in the crowd. Yeah, in the it group. Definitely. And they are very fan involved. That's with good. this project. I love it so much. I have nothing but the best hopes for it. Well, we'll cross our fingers for it. You have the support of two redheads walk into yes. the podcast. Yes. We'll say more about it. And if either of you would like to be on the show with us, <laughs> we would love to interview you about your process, what you've gone through to be able Absolutely. to get this up and running. Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and actually link their Indiegogo page in our Instagram. So you can kind of go to it, check it out and see if it's something you're interested in. We'll put it on our website as well. And so you guys will be able to check it out. If any of you listening to us are original Roswell fans. Absolutely. So we're talking a lot about reboots and the different types of shows. And the one earlier I know I get on you about is your <laughs> your one reality show, supposedly one reality show. Well, that- I don't consider Dancing with the Stars reality. I feel it's like just a televised contest. <laughs> right. Is our contest shows reality shows or is that know. a different genre? Maybe hey. that's something we put out in an, our next Instagram poll on television, yes, which is I'm gonna do that. Do you feel that contest shows are reality shows because if you do feel like contest shows are reality shows then okay I watch some reality shows yeah no I mean <laughs> they're all contests is Dancing with the Stars the same type of show as Keeping Up with the Kardashians or right. is So You Think You Can Dance on the same level as Survivor right Don't which know. I which I will admit I will say I did watch Survivor when it came out it was interesting different mm-hmm. at the time but now it's like every other one that's out there. The MTV ones. I don't right. even remember what they are now. What were they? Road something and house something. Oh yeah. Road rules maybe? Road road rules. Was that it? No, Somebody it will correct us on that. And then Right. And it wasn't Big Brother, but they all went and lived in the house together. Yeah. Like the Big Brother, which was another contest show. So again, it's that fine line. What are right. the reality shows? What are the other ones? But I mean, then you have the definite ones. Keeping yes. up with the Kardashians. Yes. All the housewives. Yeah. All the basketball wives. All of that sort of scripted reality is I think what they call it, which I've never gotten into that. I don't get it. What is the appeal? Of those. I would love to hear from our listeners on that. I just feel like it's more drama. And I have enough drama just getting up in the morning and looking at the news. Right. I don't want that hectic craziness. I don't find I don't find it funny. It's not my humor. But some people love them. They're like, I've oh, I've got to be, I have to watch this. They're dropping a new episode tonight. I gotta be home with my popcorn. <laughs> and they do, they have like housewives parties. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, and then they have those shows. They have the shows about the reality series. I so okay, Walking Dead had talked. Dead, And it came out of whoever Andy, somebody who interviews the people who are on the reality shows. Oh my gosh. Afterwards, right? So that's where that mm-hmm. format came from. So there's the reality show and then there's talking about the reality show. Oh my gosh. Again, it's just not one of those formats that is in my wheelhouse. But that is the, the great thing about entertainment in general. There are lots of different genres. There are lots of different things that are out there and available to watch and recommendations 
conversations are a big thing. You tell your friends, you tell your family, you tell everybody. Now we are yeah. on the show. These are some of the ones that we found. We'd love to hear some of the ones that you guys have found. Absolutely. Said, we're looking for new favorites. Definitely. And word of mouth used to be the way to get these shows up and running. Now with social media, oh my gosh, you can start a whole chat on Twitter or Instagram or even Facebook still and get people excited about a show you've seen or show you've watched or get more recommendations mm -hmm. to watch something new. Absolutely. It's a great time for television, actually, so long as you can find a service that has the show that you want to see. Yes. So there are some drawbacks to TV right now and to the change that they've made, but I was so excited with the Netflix streaming and about 10 to 13 years ago is around the time frame where TV came into its own. You know, okay. we were really stuck in the sitcom format. Even dramas had very specific formats that they were following and TV finally came into its own and got yes. the respect that it deserved. And the mm -hmm. executives in at the studios that saw this as, hey, wait a minute, these are run by writers. And with that, we also have long format storytelling available. Movies had to compress everything right. to an hour and a half to two hours. That's really hard to tell a good story. And TV, once it finally realized, hey, we can actually get out of this serialized format and we can tell continuous stories. Until it goes frame. on too long. I'm looking at you, Grey's Anatomy. I'm looking at you, Walking Dead. I'm sorry, Walking Dead in its final season is about two seasons too late. Grey's Anatomy is, I think it's now starting its 19th. Wow. And I don't think Shonda Rhimes is in charge anymore, but if she just didn't kill off everyone I loved, she's right up there with J.J. Abrams. It's like the, <laughs> the two of them. It's like, who can we kill? Who do we love? Who can we kill? Who do we love? They must have like a group chat. Who else is in I there? I think Adam they Horowitz do. Yes. Is in there. <laughs> Joss Whedon is in there. With Joss Whedon is in there, definitely. I mean, yep. can we just stop killing off favorite characters? It's not fun. Well, they, you know, they do it for the drama. I don't want For the, the excitement. Yeah, Walking Dead test killed one of the main characters. Glenn, for those of you who are Walking Dead fans, you're all going to be like, yes, they did. Just to mm -hmm. kind of gauge the reaction mm -hmm. from the followers, their fans. And it was extraordinary. It was, no, the good version of no, right. <laughs> not the Star Wars episode, what the hell ever version I of, you know. And I could understand it if the person wants to leave the show or, the, or their contract is up or something. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you watch any sort of soap opera, hello, recasting, just recast the part. They even did it in Roseanne. You know, they've done it in comedies. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. We don't always need to be killing people off. That is my takeaway <laughs> from this entire episode. Stop killing off my favorite characters because then I stop watching the show. Well, hopefully that will get out to the proper executives and the proper showrunners and writers and developers of the series too. Yes. From now knows. on, Lori says no killing off major characters or her I, favorite characters. For anyone listening, go ahead and just tweet us out to those people that I mentioned to tell them to stop killing off characters. So what I'd say is, yes, if you have lost one of your favorite characters in your show and you're no longer interested in that show, our challenge for this week to the users is going to be to maybe check out a show in a new genre, something you haven't looked at before. Now, Lori, I am not going to recommend that you check out Squid Games on Netflix. Yeah, it's popular. And yes, it's out of your genre, your comfort zone. But no, I would like you to be able to sleep for the next, you know, couple of months. So and don't do check that. My out. sleep. I yes. do love my sleep. Yes. <laughs> 
maybe this week I will actually watch one of the <clears throat> reality series and see if I can find something that I like, maybe Sounds on Discovery good. Channel. I have a recommendation on Discovery. I know all the good ones. That's good to know. So for those of you listening as well, feel free to drop us a line on Instagram for a show that we might like that's outside of our genre. I'm not watching Outlander. I'm sorry, old friends. You know who you are. She was a huge Outlander fan and I just can't get into Outlander. I've tried. I swear I've tried. It's not for everyone. It's not. Thanks for joining us on this week's Trek into Television. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. For a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. Join us next week as we step into the next episode of our self-care series. Stress, both good and bad, it's an integral part of our daily lives. We'll give you quick ways to relieve your stress with tips, resources, and strategies that will hopefully help you find some inner peace. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. And this is the Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. After recording this week's episode on television, we got the sad news of the passing of Angela Lansbury, who we both loved so much, not only as the iconic Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast, but from so many other plays and movies. And since we're talking television, we have to mention her character, Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote. We love you, Angela. Thank you for all the kindness and the talent you shared with the world and rest in peace. The Two Redheads podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintoapodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.